copyright disclaimer. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, emotional, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair. Additionally, this content is not intended to incite hate towards any particular individual or entity, but for the purposes of consumer education and consumer protection. Everything in this podcast is my interpretation of the things that I have found on the professional website of the businesses mentioned, as well as other sources that will be linked below if they are used. Hi friends, welcome to the Recovering from MLM podcast. My name is Nikki and I am so excited that you are here. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably one of three people. Either you are someone who was previously in an MLM who enjoys listening to stories about things that have happened in MLMs and listening to the logistics of how things work because it just further validates that you weren't wrong for leaving. Um, or you're someone who's considering joining an MLM, which if that is the case, I highly, highly encourage you to consider doing much more research before making that decision. Don't let someone talk you into signing right now because they quote only have one spot left. That's not even true. They don't limit how many people you can enroll in a month. Um, and also because if you're here, I consider you a friend and real friends do not let friends join MLMs. Also, you might be the third person type who would be listening to this podcast, and that's probably someone who is currently in an MLM listening to this for one of two reasons. Either A, you're exactly where I was before I left, where you're frustrated, things don't make sense, things don't add up, the company is constantly putting the carrot further and further away from your face and making it harder and harder for you to promote, to make money, um, telling you that it's because you're not consistent enough, even though you pour hours into this business, say no to all of the things that you truly want to do while posting about having freedom, or B, you are currently in an MLM and listening to this so that you can tell your team how terrible anti-MLMers are, how we are minions and demons, and how we just don't want people to be happy in life, and maybe even to try to debunk this. Either way, it's fine by me. Like, do you? I'm happy that you're here regardless, and my hope by making this podcast is to shed some light on the multi-level and marketing industry and kind of let you know a little bit of my story and what I've personally been through with multi-level marketing. So we're just going to jump right in. I love definitions. I love researching things. Um, That's kind of one of the things I'm most embarrassed about by the fact that I was in an MLM. So we are actually going to look up the definition of MLM together. Now, if you go to Google and you type in MLM definition, according to Oxford Languages Dictionary, the definition of a MLM is a multi-level marketing scheme. Now, whenever I looked this up, I found the word scheme very interesting um, because if you're talking about a business or you're talking about like um, a new storefront or things like that, they typically don't use the word scheme. Yet people who work in MLMs are constantly told that they are their own CEOs, that they own their own businesses. So let's talk about what scheme means. If you Google search, what is a scheme? Again, according to Oxford Languages Dictionary, um, 
scheme actually means make plans, especially in a devious way or with intent to do something illegal or wrong. And now we are going to look up one final definition. If you Google search, what is a pyramid scheme? Now, again, according to Oxford Languages Dictionary, a pyramid scheme is a form of investment illegal in the U.S. and elsewhere in which each playing participant recruits two further participants with returns being given to early participants using money contributed by later ones. Now, I know what you're going to say, Nikki, the definition of an MLM, the definition of a pyramid scheme are two totally different things. Let me explain why. Something else that you can find with a very simple Google search is that the real big difference between an MLM and a pyramid scheme is that pyramid schemes do not have products. MLMs do. And I'm going to tell you from personal experience, um, most MLM products are trash. Um, and this is coming from someone who's been in the MLM industry for quite a while. Um, most of their products are truly garbage. There are MLM products that have house cleaning products that claim to be safer and better for the environment, baby safe. Uh, there's even one company that claims that you can drink their products, but if you actually Google search the ingredients, you would quickly find that drinking those products would end your life. Um, there are tea MLM companies that make like herbal teas uh, that actually open entire shops and storefronts without disclosing to people that they are truly with an MLM and that um, over the past few years, they've had multiple lawsuits from people dying after consuming their products. Now, for me, it was the health, wellness, weight loss, and beauty industry. Unfortunately, I was under one of those very well-known MLMs that is kind of a little bit of everything and is going to be making changes within the next year to ensure that this company can literally touch all aspects of your life from the clothes that you wear to the skincare that that you use, the shampoo and conditioner that you wash your hair with, the vitamins and supplements that you take daily, and even products that are marketed straight towards people who want to lose weight. And I am just going to say this. I think that the weight loss side of things is the reason why um, this company is so successful. This company has been around for over 20 years. That is a lot of scamming people. And if you actually look them up, according to the Better Business Bureau, they are not accredited with the Better Business Bureau and they have over 400 nasty reviews from customers. Very few and far between are there actually good reviews from customers who I am convinced are actually um, MLM Hunbots that go in and say that they loved the products and all of the things because there is just no way that that many people could be lying about the products not working. However, when we're trained in MLM, we're taught that it's because the people don't eat clean and healthy. It's because they eat garbage food. However, um, and by the way, I also have a TikTok and Instagram account with the exact same username as this. So it is at recovering from MLM. And in that, I am going to be sharing for my more visual people so many things like screenshots of conversations with uplines, um, screenshots of conversations with downlines, screenshots of conversations with customers and potential customers and all of the things. And 
Also, screenshots of our board. And for those of you who don't know what a board is, it's basically, you can download an app. It's called the Boards app. And our uh, top Hunbot at the very top of the pyramid actually made an entire board for us. She was so kind as to give us every script that we would ever need to convince someone to join our business, including an objections board, basically for us to come back and um, argue with people who felt like they weren't ready or this business just wasn't for them. And I use the term business very lightly because people in MLMs also are not actual business owners. They don't uh, make and manufacture products. They don't choose the products. They don't decide what kind of products are going to be or what kind of genre um, the business is going to be. They don't get to choose pricing or any of that. They maybe get a little bit of a say-so if they're like an elite club high, high up in the business um, for having X amount of producers underneath them, but they don't actually get to choose. They are not a CEO. Um, actually, every single MLM has a CEO and typically it is the person that the entire cult worships. Um so with all of that being said, I just want to kind of pour my heart out to you guys over the next few episodes and just kind of let you know my story and where I started versus where I am now and the things that this um, multi-level marketing scheme has destroyed in my life because it's, uh, you know, I've been out for about three days now and I am very emotional um, because I poured my life into this business. I got to the point that I was such a literal hunbot that I couldn't even have a conversation outside of talking about the company that I was with. Um, which is interesting because whenever you work in corporate America, you have a normal real job. Uh, it doesn't revolve around your job. And, uh, I was a stay at home mom, still am a stay at home mom. Um, but my kids never got to spend time with me. And whenever I actually told them that I was leaving this company, my daughter cried and, was like, so you'll actually have time to play with me. And that just kind of broke me. Um, and it's very emotional for me because there are a lot of people, I was five years combined with the same company, but it was over two different stints. Um, and I have probably brought somewhere between 50 and 80 people into this business. Thankfully, I was not very high up in the company. Um, however, I did win things like retreats, giveaways, prizes, exclusive one-on-ones, lots of things. Um, so I have a lot of juicy tea and I'm ready to spill it. Not because I want to hurt someone, not because I want to um, slander anyone. I don't think that it's the fault of the people who are working on the forefront of this quote-unquote business. I think that it is 100% the CEO um, of these companies. Uh, they build a model that ensures that they are multi-millionaires. Uh, a lot of the millionaires for these companies, uh, a lot of the CEOs are millionaires to the extent of over $50 million. Uh, that's a lot of money considering that, um, you know, over 90% in most of these companies of the distributors make less than $700 a month. Um, and 0.2% will make anywhere from 20,000 to, you know, maybe a hundred thousand a month. That's insane to me. Um, so we're just going to kind of jump in. I have given you guys the definitions that I wanted to give you. Now we're going to talk about some of the commonly used names, um, that people in multi-level marketing schemes use to identify themselves. One of them is a network marketer. 
Um, which is crazy because I actually used that term a lot. And I recently just found out you actually have to go to college to be a network marketer. Um, brand ambassador is one they really like because it just sounds like official influencer is another one because influencing is like on the rise. They also call it direct sales, um, business owners, things like that. Um, so I just want to just brief little synopsis of my story. Basically, um, the second time that I was with this company started, uh, in around November of last year. Um, I joined because my husband and I really got hit really bad with COVID. And a lot of these MLM companies really preyed on COVID um, because so many families like us went through layoffs, went through losing their homes, went through, um, for us, it was living in a hotel for a year and then having to move back down where my family is and move in with family for a while until we were able to afford a place of our own. Um, and so whenever this, whenever this opportunity, quote unquote opportunity, uh, fell into my lap, I did not notice how much the person who enrolled me preyed on me. Um, she took the fact that I have been through childhood trauma, um, from as far back as I can remember all the way up until into early adulthood, um, that I was a broken person, that I was someone who didn't really know who I was or what I stood for. Those are their favorites because they're so, I, I was so easy to manipulate. I was so easy to, to convince, right? Because I just needed someone to pretend like they loved me enough to get me to do what they wanted me to do. And I really wholeheartedly feel like that is what my enroller and her upline did because the moment that I walked away from this, this, this scam, um, they dropped me like a bad habit. Boy, did they drop. I literally have not even heard a word from my enroller since I left. And that's crazy to me. Um, however, it was funny. I did get cussed out by several people who are super, super low in the company, like haven't even hit like the third or fourth rank in the company. Um, and don't make more than maybe a thousand a month. That was interesting to me. Um, how they kind of have the lower people who don't have as many corporate eyeballs watching them, uh, jump on people who leave. That was very interesting to me and also very unprofessional for a, a company who claims to be business owners and CEOs. Ex extremely strange to me. Um, but moving on, um, whenever I joined this, I mean, I was promised the good life. I was promised thousands of dollars a month within my first 90 days. I was promised these huge bonuses that I found out these big, huge bonuses. Now they do. And we're going to, we're going to do an entire podcast about bonuses. And I don't know if I've mentioned this or not, but shameless plug. I also have an Instagram and TikTok account, um, that has the exact same username as this one. And I'm going to be actually uploading graphics from team pages, um, that I've already screenshotted because I'm sure I'll be removed from team pages soon. Um, but about like their bonuses and incentives and all of those things. And so, um, we're going to talk more in depth, but like the big bonuses that they do where it's like, if you go to this rank within the next 90 days, we'll give you uh, guys. Listen, I've seen $5,000. I've seen 10,000. I've seen 50 and 60 and 70,000 stackable bonuses. Right. And so you're, you're reading this and you're thinking like, you know, this is crazy. I actually think that, um, that I could, I could benefit from an extra 10,000 or 20,000 or 30,000, or I could, I could earn these bonuses and stack them. And what they don't tell you is it's in the fine print. You actually have to go read up on it, um, in their actual disclosures. But basically whenever your upline is telling you like, you guys, oh my gosh, they, this is what they do. They get in live and they're like, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited. I cannot wait to tell you about this because girl, if you get 
to this rank in the next X amount of days, they're going to give you $10,000, girl. But here's what they don't tell you. Um, it's paid out over like a time span. You only get like an extra $600 a month. And if you don't commission qualify for one month, meaning you don't run an auto ship where you pay the company for products that you are selling for them, or you get X amount of customers um, and you miss that paycheck, you forfeit the rest of your bonuses forever, but you're still allowed to say, I earned 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 in bonuses, even though they never paid it to you. So it's very interesting. And a lot of these companies too, who do like these car bonuses, it's the same thing. Like you don't buy the car in that company's name. You buy it in your name and the company gives you an extra X amount of dollars a month to pay that car payment. But the moment that you don't commission qualify or the moment that life happens and like you have a death in the family or you have a baby and you just can't show up as much, that car payment is on you and your credit. Like it's very, very dangerous stuff. Um, and so, you know, they, they launch these bonuses. They do all these, they dangle these carrots in front of your face. And I mean, you know, I really was like, we could really benefit from that because we're so low. And so I started working. And whenever I say working, I mean, eight hour days sitting at a desk in my freaking office telling my kids, don't bother me. I'm working. Like I was at a nine to five. You guys, the biggest commission check that I made in the past year, um, not counting bonuses was almost $300. Imagine sitting at a desk for eight hour days and you make a couple hundred dollars a month. Yeah. It was insane. Um, and I I always would feel so burned whenever my checks would post, but then my, my upline would be like, well, that's your mindset. That's just your mindset. Your mindset's just bad, girl. Like, you just have a bad mindset. You need to go read a book. Go read a book and come back and talk to me. Because honestly, like, right now, you're only making a couple hundred dollars. But if you grow your mindset to the point that you can see, like, the bigger picture here, you'll realize that the more people that you're bringing into this business, and the more customers that you're signing, and the more that you're doing, and just do more, just do more, just do more, and then you'll be a millionaire. And to me, it was like, it's just not mother effing worth it. And so um, I would say probably the beginning of January was whenever I started feeling like, you know what, I really feel like I'm I'm being bent over and just done dirty. Um, but I held on because I, I was due to have a baby. I wasn't like I could just have a C-section and then jump back into the workforce. Um, and they kind of put this thing over social or over uh, network marketers or um, MLMs, let's just call it what it is, over MLMs that um, if you leave this quote unquote business, you're going to be broke for the rest of your life. So even though I was only realistically making a couple hundred dollars a month, plus a little bit here and there in bonuses, um, I felt like if I left this business, if I stopped doing what I was doing, um, I was going to be poor for the rest of my life even though this company was not paying me enough to even cover a third of my bills. So that's kind of the tactic that they use to kind of pull you in and keep you there. And so then, um, you know, I just kept thinking, this is not for me. This is not for me. And then it got announced by our upline that she was going to throw a retreat. She does this every single year. She was going to rent out a super fancy Airbnb. It was like literally a um, mansion. And all you had to do was enroll grow her paycheck and fight with all the other girls on the team to earn your spot at her quote, all expenses paid retreat, except for the 
several hundred dollar plane ticket that I paid to get out there. And the food that I had to buy uh, while I sat waiting for hours for her boyfriend to get off work and pick us up because she had to decorate the place and didn't want anybody there except everybody was there except for me and three other girls who all flew into the same airport that she told us to fly into at the time that she told us to fly into and then left us sitting there because she couldn't come get us. Oh, but we could pay $100 for an Uber after all we just paid for, yeah, for the trip. It was interesting. Um, and during the time at that retreat, that was really the moment where I, I tried so hard to fight it within myself, but all I could think was this is not where I want to be in life. These people are scamming people. They're hurting people. Um, and really the only reason I stayed for another almost two months after that was because I had built friendships in this business and I was afraid of what was going to happen if I left multi-level marketing, if those people were actually going to stay in my life or not. And they didn't, they all dropped me like hotcakes. Um, I think there's maybe one girl that actually checks in on me now. Um, yeah, it was bad. So with that being said, um, let's talk about some of the, we're going to get more in depth in my story. Um, as this podcast progresses, I'm today is just kind of like a rundown of what we're going to be talking about, but I want to talk about some of the common tactics, um, that they use in this team. And the first one that I want to talk about and the story that I think I'm most excited to share with you guys, just to let you know that this is not a life of freedom is team zooms. So on the team that I was on every single Sunday night, there's a zoom. And then there's also a Monday night zoom where we get on and listen to a team that's not ours, talk about their success. Um, and then on Thursday nights, we have new influencer training. And this one's my favorite because on this one, um, the top line is actually so personal with all of the new distributors for this company who are coming in to help her broaden her paycheck, um, that she actually signs on to zoom and plays a recording of a previous zoom that she made. Like, it's amazing. It's, you can see the little numbers counting down on the bottom of the screen and everything. That's how much she cares. Um, and so the last straw for me, um, the last straw for me was whenever I realized that there is no freedom in this, in this industry. And what I mean by that is I, I, like I said, I have worked for eight hour days, um, for so long and I'm really good about getting my work done before the end of the day. And my husband and I have been kind of spatting back and forth um, because he wasn't, he felt like, and it wasn't him not being supportive. He just felt like he wasn't getting very much time with me anymore. We have an eight month old. We have three other children who are homeschooled and they really just don't get to see me very much anymore um, because I was constantly working. And so he reaches out to me one night and he sends me a text message. My favorite football team is the Giants. His is the Cowboys. And he was like, hey, babe, um, what if you just tabled work once I got home? And um, at like, I think it was like eight o'clock that night, we could just watch the football game. And I was like, yeah, that actually sounds amazing. Like, I would love for us to watch this game together. And so... Uh, about two hours before the game, my upline put a message in the chat and she was like, hey, you guys, so excited for this Zoom. Can't wait to see you guys. And she posted a graphic of the top income earners, like literally the top number one team in the company doing a Zoom. And um, now I just want to, full disclosure, I have seen before where she has come into the chat and been like, can somebody take notes for me? I'm helping my fiance's mom do this. Or can someone... Uh, take notes for me. I'm not going to be here because I just rescued a dog or because I did this or I have this little paper cut on my finger and I just can't show up. And it's fine. Like nobody bats an eye. They're just like, oh, she's super busy. We'll just call her Regina. They're like, oh, Regina's super busy. And so, um, 
yeah so i i put in the chat and i was like oh like i'm not gonna make it i actually made plans with my husband tonight to watch the football game and i immediately got a text message from her and she literally was like i would not put that in the chat because you're going to give your newbies the idea that it's okay to put tv over their work and i texted her back and i was like really because i don't feel that way like i i kind of feel like because my work is done for today and because this is supposed to be quote unquote my business like, I should be able to say, hey, I'm not going to make this meeting tonight because I get to choose. And she's like, well, that's not the tone that I'm setting for this team. It's supposed to be my business. Remember, it's supposed to be mine. But this is not the tone that she's setting because my income affects her income. And so um, basically, she had me remove the message from the team chat. And I just felt like I wasn't working hard enough because I decided to watch a football game, the first football game that I've watched all season with my husband. And um, that was kind of the moment where I was like, wow, this is actually not for me. Like, this is toxic as hell because I spend hours in this business and I constantly am doing these damn copy paste posts that the top income or the top. Ugh, I'm trying not to say her rank because I'm not sure what I can and can't get sued for. But um, we will call her Charlotte, um, the top person uh, in this team, she is like the person who basically enrolled all the people who enrolled all of us. And she's like the top of the pyramid for our team. We'll put it that way. And, um, you know, there just was so much, so much fake love put into this team. And it was crazy to me being reprimanded for, uh, missing a team Zoom, but the the night before that, Charlotte had missed her own Zoom because she leads the Sunday night Zooms talking to her downline um, because she went on a date night with her boyfriend. Um, and, and I feel like she missed one more before that because it was her birthday and she just didn't want to do a Zoom on her birthday. So, I mean, it was very interesting to me um, how it can be okay for them, but not for us. And you know, Charlotte always puts these copy paste things in the chat saying, oh, put this post up and put that post up. And it's talking about all this freedom. I have the freedom to choose. I have the freedom of time. I have the freedom to do this and the freedom to do that and the freedom, 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 freedom. But I can't watch an effing football game. Really? That's insane to me. Um, the next common tactic that they use is like these lavish lifestyle posts. So what they do is Anybody who's passed like the fifth um, income bracket, the fifth rank in the company post like a picture of them with their brand new vehicle that they just bought um, or their house that they just bought or their land that they just bought, which is funny because most of these people end up turning around and it's like I actually know a girl personally who last year posted this big, huge post about how excited she was to she's already bought a vehicle supposedly in cash. She supposedly bought her house in cash. Then she supposedly bought a piece of property in cash, but the property is now up for sale. Like that's interesting. Um, but they just, they post all this lavish shit where they're just like, oh, if you do this business with me, you too can have this lifestyle. But this same person, Charlotte, has not ever had someone on her team go the rank that she is. That's interesting. Um... They use manipulation and rewards. Uh, for example, uh, the retreat that I went on. If you guys, I got in 15 enrollments the first month, 25 the next enroll the next month, and like another 15 the following month, not counting new distributors that I, that's just customer enrollments. Um, I probably brought in somewhere between five and six distributors. 
in that time just to qualify her for a retreat because it was whoever's enrolling the most, like the top 30 people who are enrolling the most on a team of over 4,000 people, that is who's going to make it to retreat. And so I fought like hell to get to go because I thought like maybe if I get to see these people in person, I'll feel differently about what I'm doing and I won't feel like it's a scam and I won't feel like I'm hurting people, which I was wrong. Um, but basically she rented like a multi-million dollar Airbnb um, and we went and stayed there. There was like a pool in the backyard and it was like on a lake. And um, we did all these like culty activities where we write down our fears for our business on a piece of paper and we go outside and we have to hand the paper and other people read like your fears and then you burn them. <coughs> and then she like took pictures of us and glued these pictures onto pieces of poster board and had all these girls like write what they love about us on them. And we literally the last night we sat for hours on couches going around the room playing something called reverse gossip. Like the amount of toxic positivity in this is absolutely incredible because the idea is if they can convince you that they love you enough, they will literally guilt you into leaving. These people study what's called color personalities. And if you've never looked this up, I urge you to, but everybody has their own color personality. For example, mine is red blue. Um, so they will use money to manipulate a red personality. Money and power is what they'll use to, to manipulate a red person. Blue, they will use fun events and get togethers because blues are kind of like party animals. Greens, they will use, um, like organization methods and they will use, um, like explaining, like giving you a, greens are very analytical so they will give you like over explanations of how far you could actually go in this business how much money you could actually make if you just worked hard enough yellows they use something called FOMO which is fear of missing out because yellow personalities wear their heart on their sleeves they want to be loved they want to be accepted they want to make all these friends they want to do all these things and they never want to be left out and so they use that fear of being left out to hold these yellow people in this business Another thing that they do, another tactic that they use is giveaways. I've actually won several of them. I actually have a journal sitting on my desk that I um, like, quote unquote, earned for enrollments um, in a giveaway on my team. Um, I've been Venmoed $20 twice because, you know, I enrolled a shit ton of people and my reward was a $20 Venmo for all my hard work. It was insane. Um, yeah, giveaways. Um there was actually, uh, last month or the month before that, um, Charlotte did an actual giveaway that was like 30 days of my favorite things. Everybody who gets an enrollment, their name is going to go into a giveaway. I'm going to do that giveaway on Facebook live every single day. And I'm going to give you away my favorite things from Amazon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the goal is you kind of make these people want to be like you. And so you're offering to give them things that make them more like you, like her favorite earrings, her favorite um, sunglasses, her favorite like sleep set, her favorite necklace that she wears all the time. Like all, all this just bullshit. One-on-one um, -on -one training is another thing that is really um, pushed like as an incentive, which is crazy because we get told when we join, like, I'm going to be your mentor. I'm going to work with you one-on-one, -on -one. but then one-on-one -on -one training is actually an incentive. Um, and then the love bombing. Oh my mother flipping God. I, like, I just got a new phone yesterday. I'm in a new phone number. I actually went and got the iPhone 13 Max Pro and I'm so a Pro Max. I'm so excited about it. I'm in love with this thing. Um, it was not paid for by my MLM. I actually sold a vehicle and this was one of the things, um, that I got because I accidentally trashed my phone yesterday. Um, but moving on. 
So, um, yeah, love bombing. So I wish that I would have known that my text messages wouldn't back up through iCloud because I could actually show you where a few days ago I messaged Charlotte who is above Regina. So she's not the girl that enrolled me. She's the girl above her, but Charlotte and I, I thought, um, had bonded at retreat. I, I think I was very sadly mistaken. I don't think that, I don't think that any of these people are capable of human emotions anymore. Like you get to a certain point in your quote unquote business where you are so brainwashed by this company that people aren't people anymore. And we're going to talk about that in a little while. Like, I don't think they actually physically love anyone. Um, it's very narcissistic actually. Um, but I messaged her to let her know like, Hey, um, this is kind of what I've been going through. This is kind of what I've been dealing with and I'm leaving the company and it was, Oh my God, no, like this caught me so far out of the blue. Like, please don't leave. I would hate to see you throw away your business. I love you so much. Like, just tell me what I can do to help you. And um, I had let her know, like we kind of talked back and forth for a little bit and then I let her know like, okay, I will wait to cancel my account until next month whenever I'm supposed to renew my distributor account. And then, um, I will, we'll touch base then. Like we'll talk cause right now she's actually in another country cause she earned another incentives trip. Um, and so I said, you know, well, we'll just talk whenever you get back. Like, I don't want to mess up your vacation. And I genuinely hope that she has a great time while she's gone. But I was like, I don't want to mess up your vacation. You know, like, I'll just, I'll talk to you when you get back and I'll wait. And she's like, okay, that sounds like a deal. Well, somehow in the middle of the night, um, someone actually had my account canceled. I think that it was Regina, um, because she was always like threatening to cancel my e-suite. Not only mine, but I've heard her threaten to cancel other people's e-suite before, um, but it was canceled. I talked to corporate and I found out exactly how it got canceled. And I've actually, um, kind of started a process to make sure that she does get in trouble with corporate for what she did, because it's, it's being brought to the light. There's just a little bit of an investigation process right now, and then we'll move forward from there. But, um, yeah, whenever I messaged Charlotte the next morning to be like, Hey, I don't really know what happened, but like my account ended up being canceled in the night. She was just like, now, rem now remind you, all before this, it's I love you so much. I don't want you to leave. I don't want you to keep lose the business. Like, you know, I value our friendship, blah, 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 all this shit, right? And then whenever I let her know that my account was actually canceled, she's like, yep, looks like it's canceled on my end. The end. Have not heard from her since. So that was very interesting to me. Just the, the amount of love bombing. They're just like, oh, I love you so much. There's another girl that I've actually been really close. We do work Zooms like all the freaking time together. We text each other all the time. We talk all the time. We talk about life. We talk about some of the things that she's going through because like her life really sucks on the outside of this MLM um, between relationship issues. Um, she gets very frustrated with her kids. Very like just typical mom stuff, you know, and like we kind of try to talk about like mom life and like what we're going through and what we're dealing with and kind of like lean on each other. Um, and she actually is the one who talked me into canceling my account because she wanted me to cancel my account, wait 90 days and then come back. And, um, we will call her Mandy. And, um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do what Mandy said. I'm going to cancel, um, my account and I'm just going to come back in 90 days, um, and sign up under her since the main issues that I was having was with my enroller. And, then whenever I canceled my account, she turned on me something fierce and like tried to tell me off and tried to go off. And it was just so stupid. It was so like childish. Um, but it's the love bombing. It's just like if you're in a relationship with someone who's a narcissist, you know, and at the very beginning of the relationship, they tell you how much they love you and how much they want to be with you and how beautiful you are and how amazing you are. And they hype you up and there's just all this fluff and like superficial shit that they use and like gift giving and all this dumb shit. 
And then as the relationship progresses and you start doing things that they don't like or things that they don't want you to do, like they start like digging their claws into you. That's literally how MLM works. Um, another manipulation tactic that they use that people don't talk about enough is posting. I cannot tell you how many Zooms that I've sat through where they're telling you whenever you're posting on your page, talk about your story. Be vulnerable because, and I quote, you want to get to your audience's emotions. Why would you need to get to someone's emotions? So that you can make them feel bad enough to join? So that you can find people who are so desperate for money that they'll throw away $150 and miss a light bill and have their light shut off just so that they can work this business for you? That's insane to me. Um, and posting is something we're really going to dive into on another podcast. Um, another thing that they do is they dangle carrots over your head. So like I said, I'm going to go more in depth on another episode. Um, but bonuses and constantly raising the bars. I'm just going to touch on this a little bit. So we had in the team that I was in, we had this concept called um, four and a friend. And what that meant was I go enroll four customers with a mandatory amount of volume because the volume is what you get paid off of. Um, and one new distributor on my team. And whenever I do that, I get $150. But whenever I teach that new distributor how to get her first four customers with X amount of volume, which really ends up being between six and eight customers, um, not four, then, and their new distributor, then I get 350 and she gets 150 and the cycle just continues. And when you do that three times, um, you actually got like a bigger bonus. Like, I think it was like $2,500 or something like that. I could totally be wrong. But anyway, um, Basically, at first, whenever it first came out, it was you just enroll four customers and one distributor. There was no BV amount. Then they came back and they were like, four customers, but the volume must be at least, I think it was like 100 and something. And then it was like, it has to be at least 240. And now it's, it has to be at least 300. Like they keep dangling the carrot in front of your face. Like, oh, go enroll and you'll get these bonuses that you need to feed your family because two of these bonus, two of these $500 bonuses between the 150 and the 350 is $1,000. So people who aren't making jack in commission are like breaking their neck for bonuses. But the thing about it is, is they're not, um, they're, they're not residual. Like you might get paid a bonus this month and that's great, but next month your commission could still be $250. Your commission could still be $36. Like it, it, it's, it's not sustainable. Um, and most people don't join for bonuses, but they're constantly raising the bar. They're con And I was even sitting in a Zoom um, right before I left where Charlotte literally came out and said, yeah, they just raised it to 350 and you guys are complaining about it, but you might as well get used to it because they're just going to keep raising it. In other words, they're just going to keep making it get harder to achieve. But why? If they want their people to be paid and they want their people to be fed and these people are busting their asses, making ads and having people put up posts on their pages and oh my god I used to send out 200 freaking messages a day on a slow day but you're barely paying these people they're constantly dangling a carrot in front of your face of a higher income if you can just get to this rank you're going to make more money okay if you're down in your business right now put your nose down get to work get to this rank and then you can make more money and then these exclusive clubs so there is like this elite club in the company that I just came out of where basically if you get so many people to a specific rank that's making the company a lot of money and having a high production rate, you get put into this elite club. And these are, this is like the one thing that pissed me off the most about this company. Okay. These are the only people who know the things that are coming for the business. Now we're supposed to be business owners. So they tell us business owners know what the next step is in the company before it happens. But in these MLM companies, 
you don't have that. You don't know. You just know, hey, everybody be ready for Friday to check your um, your website because there's going to be a huge announcement. And only the elite of this company know what those announcements are going to be. They get to prepare. They get to make new scripts. They get to start talking to, you know, their following and their friends. They get to try the, the new products before they ever even launch because they make them enough money. But if you're not elite, you don't know what the hell's happening. You just get told, get ready. And if you message in and say, what am I supposed to get rid of? Like all of the things. <laughs> what? That's the thing with this thing. With MLM, it's just like talking in a constant circle. It's always in a loop. It's like that circle back mentality. You know, they're just like, you guys get ready, get all the things ready. And you're like, okay, what are all the things? Just get everything together. It's going to be so exciting. You're going to have so much fun. Okay, what is everything that I need to get together? Everything for your business, get that pulled together and let's go. And then you find out like you didn't actually need to get together like your follow-ups and, and all of all of your shit and all of your trackers. They're just releasing a new product tomorrow. And they're not even going to teach you really how to market that. They're just going to drop you a couple story slides and a couple little posts that you can put up and then life goes on like it never even happened. So that's a little bit about kind of the logistics and ins and outs of the company that I was in. Um, I do want to tell you guys about the daily life of a brand ambassador, and then we're going to end this podcast for today. I'm probably going to make another one tomorrow or in the upcoming days, because I'm just really feeling this right now. I really, I really want people to know what this is like and what people actually go through in MLM, even the people who don't want to admit it, because if it saves just one person from clicking that friggin' submit button, then it's worth it. Like it's so worth it. Um, so the very first thing that is pushed every single day is personal development. This is kind of where that toxic positivity comes in between Tony Robbins and, you know, Elevation Worship and like watching these YouTube videos and Mel Robbins. They love Mel Robbins. Watching all these YouTube videos, getting all this positive stuff into your mind, which is good to an extent. But when something bad happens in life, you're told to be positive. Um, like I went through miscarriage, constantly being told that I needed to work on my mindset. How can I work on my mindset whenever my heart is breaking? Like it doesn't, sometimes you just need people to be human with you, but because MLM makes you so robotical, they're not capable of being human with you. So they just keep telling you that you're the problem. You need to work on your mindset. Um, posting and stories. This is kind of, these two are kind of like the same checkbox. They both go hand in hand. So every single day you're supposed to be putting up at least one to two posts on your social media and posting stories. Now these stories, um, kind of what they teach you is wake up in the morning and be like, hi friends. Good morning. I'm making my favorite, you know, insert MLM product here. Um, you guys should try this. It's so good. Like it's changed my life. Like it gives me so much energy and it just helps me so much. And then you just move into your personal life because they teach you that people will only buy from people that they know, like, and trust. So you're supposed to tell them about how you're taking your kids to the pumpkin patch today and later you guys might go to the park and all the things that you're doing and all because it makes people feel like they know you but really you're just giving them the superficial information about their life like I homeschool my kids but you don't know where I homeschool my kids at you don't know what curriculum I use you don't know what things I do because I'm not even really giving you real sustainable information about myself I'm just telling you just enough to make you want to buy shit from me because you can see my face and tell that I'm real okay um and then cold messaging. Oh, this is the worst one. It's literally like, I have scripts that I can read off to you guys on a different podcast, but it's like, Hey girl, I'm so excited. We just launched this new product and it's XYZ and it's like so yummy and it's so good and it's so good for you. I really think you would love it. Do you want to buy it for me? Like most of the, if you actually went through the inbox of an MLMer, and I'm going to just shamelessly show you guys on my TikTok account here soon. 
Um, if you actually look through my Facebook messages, it's like message after message after message after message after message um, of me asking someone to put up a post for me, to buy a product for me, or to join the business with me. And it's so shameful because like the, the majority of the friends that I have on, especially my Facebook, um, it's just like a train wreck of years worth of me messaging them and them not even responding. It's so bad. We literally harass people um, for not even a living. Then there's host to post. And host to post is literally where you message all your friends and you're like, hey, would you put this post up for me? I'm doing this giveaway. I don't know if the giveaway is real or not because I've never actually, <coughs> excuse me, physically talked to somebody that quote unquote won it. Um, I did find it a little odd that a couple months ago, the winner that was announced was somebody that was already with the company. So I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. And, and they used to go live to announce winners, but they don't do that anymore. So it's pretty sketchy. Um, but they offer to put you in a giveaway and they typically range from like $200 to like 12 people or $1,500. I've seen a couple that were for over $2,000 and supposedly Charlotte is the one who pays these people. I'm not sure. Um, but basically you get them to put a post up and I'm actually going to be uploading some of them to my TikTok and my Instagram, but it's like post about your products or post about joining this MLM with you. Um, and basically these people's friends comments, and then you kind of back them into a corner and like bulldog them into buying products from you or joining your team. It's really sad actually. Um, and then there's something called follow-up, which is where we actually keep a notebook, um, either in our phones or on paper that has the names of every single person that they talk to. So for example, if my friend Christy put up a post on her Facebook um, about, let's just say it was about, I don't want to get in trouble for saying a product. So we'll just say that Sprite is an MLM product. And she puts up a, a post about Sprite and three of your friends comment whenever I send them a message and I'm like, Hey, I saw your comment on so-and-so's post about my Sprite product. Are you ready for that info? And you say yes. The moment that you say yes, even if you never respond to another message that I send you ever, I'm going to write your name down as a potential in that notebook and and for the first week I'm gonna follow up with you every single day hey girl did you want more information hey girl I'm at my desk putting in orders are you ready to get your order and hey girl did you have any questions hey girl I think you'd be really good at this um business you should do this with me hey girl are you getting my messages for the first five days that's all you're gonna get from me I'm never gonna try to connect with you on a personal level I'm never gonna try to have a relationship with you um I'm just gonna keep asking you to buy my shit and then after that first five days, every single Friday, you're going to hear from me for about two and a half months. And then you're going to hear from me once a month, every day for the rest of your life until you block me or until I just get tired of messaging you. Um, and that for me was one of the hardest parts of this business was just constantly being so cringeworthy and constantly feeling like I was harassing people. But being told not to have the mindset that I'm harassing people, that people want to hear from me, that people, everybody, everybody wants these products. You just have to get out there and ask them. Make an ask out of yourself. An ASK is what they used to say. Um, charting, so that's making sure that, you know, you're in line for your next promotion and charting is very stressful. Um, the training and the love bombing is a part of every day. Um, you know, getting on with the people that you've enrolled into this business, love bombing them, um, trying to answer their questions as best as you can, even though your questions never really get answered. So you really like don't know what to tell them most of the time. Um, and then checking in with your upline, um, and getting love bombed from them and then team zooms. Um, so, and that's the cycle every single day. It's constantly just a cycle of pissing people off, begging people to buy products. Like that's what you do. Um, 
So, you know, again, I'm not making this podcast because I want to hurt someone or because I want to ruin anyone's livelihood. It's because MLM should be stopped. It's horrible. And we're going to talk about that more in a later episode. Um, I think my next podcast, I'm going to be talking about the bonuses. Sorry if you'll hear my pen clicking. I'm like taking notes while I'm talking. Um, but I want to talk about the bonuses next and how that works. And um, probably actually talk about retreat as well. Um, so yeah, if this is the kind of thing that strikes your fancy and you want to know more about these things and how they work, be sure that you subscribe to this. Um, if you know someone who's in an MLM or considering one, please share this podcast with them because I, like I said, I don't want to hurt anyone, but I do want people to wake up and realize that this is dangerous and this is not a sustainable source of income. People don't really make the money here that's promised. And if you, if you're finding yourself where you're listening to this and you're like, I totally agree, I strongly urge you. I strongly urge you to um, to reconsider what you're doing here. So thank you guys so much for hopping on with me and I will chat with you guys next time. Mm-hmm.